Live from the KTSW studios in San Marcos, Texas, this is Bobcat Radio. Good morning, Bobcat and Rattler fans, and welcome to this Monday edition of Bobcat Radio. I'm your host, Tyson Taylor, and today I'm joined by my producer, Kobe Jackson, and micro-host Grace Reddick and Audrey Pasillas. We've got an action-packed show planned today where we'll talk about some local and national sports, along with this special interview with Texas State's women's soccer head coach, Steve Holman. But before we jump in, let's throw it to Grace for a word from our sponsor. Twin Peaks Restaurant and Sports Bar is a sponsor of this broadcast of Bobcat Radio. Located on the northbound frontage road of I-35 at Guadalupe Street in San Marcos, Twin Peaks has bites, wings, burgers, sandwiches, and more. Info and menu at TwinPeaksRestaurant.com. Twin Peaks eats, drinks, scenic views. Thank you, Grace. All right, let's begin. We're going to start off with Texas State football. The Bobcats traveled to San Antonio this past weekend to face off with their rival, the UTSA Roadrunners, in the I-35 rivalry. And it was a very tough and competitive match, but the Bobcats did lose this one on the road, 20-13. to And, you know, I just want to know y'all's thoughts on the game and what do y'all think this loss means for this Bobcat football team? I mean, the, I mean, first of all, this game alone was absolutely insanity. I was we were, I was literally dreading every snap, every play. I mean, it was it was, it was a phenomenal game. I've really I've, I have nothing to say, nothing bad to say about this game. But just as far as just Texas State was concerned, they had a lot of issues on offense. They could not get anything going, specifically mm-hmm. on the run game. Passing was kind of decent here and there, but like just offensively was just not their defense absolutely did all they could do and I, I i had to applaud the defense but you know the offense was just really struggling unfortunately and you know it was just one of those things where you know one team had to win because otherwise one team was going to go one and one the other was going to go one and two and clearly texas state landed oh and two utsa roadrunners are now one and one but like i said earlier in the last bcr someone's gonna you know someone's gonna have you know either up seat up uh excuse me of phenomenal season someone could possibly have maybe a mid-season it's just kind of it just kind of varies but this game i thought was sensational uh for both teams and you know i-35 robbery is officially back on after watching watching that because mm-hmm. the last time they played was during covid in that amazing shootout game i mean what i mean what a game this was i can't i, I don't want to say too much because like i know we got more topics but this was a good game yeah, I have to agree. This was a, such a competitive game, and I got to give it to UTSA. UTSA is a good team. I mean, they won their conference last year, and um, I personally still have faith in the Texas State Bobcats. Oh, for sure. This is just a building block, and, you know, there's still a Jackson State coming up this Friday, excuse me, this Saturday, and that's going to be a good game. So I just know that uh, this was really a – <laughs> and uh, man, I like I, I was there at the game actually, and I was just like, man, our offense wasn't playing fast enough against the UTSA uh, defense. So hopefully they can just go back, you know, recap and get ready for this game against Jackson State on Saturday. Fortunately enough, I was actually not in attendance for the game. I didn't even watch it like on my TV. So man. I'm like, save myself for that. You know what I mean? But I'm definitely be there at the game this Saturday at Jackson um, versus Jackson State at 7:30. It's a home game, so let's all show out. Let's yeah. see if we can b- bounce back for sure. First home up, home opener of the season for oh, yeah. them. So, yeah, yes, everybody's going to be turning out. And um, 
fans might think, you know, um, this was like a, you know, low scoring game, 20 to 13, but this really was a defensive battle through from kickoff all the way to the final buzzer. But Thank, um, Texas State's next game will be at home this Saturday, which will be the first home game of the season, as mentioned, yep. and it will be against Jackson State at 730, so make sure you're there or you're watching it on ESPN+. Plus. But we're going to move on into some Texas State volleyball. They just bounced back from two consecutive losses by closing out the Bobcat Classic Tournament this past Saturday with a win against Abilene Christian. They won a match three sets to one. KJ Johnson had a very impressive showing with 27 kills. And I mean, what are y'all thinking about this Texas State volleyball team so far? I mean, we've been we've been kind of talking about them how they were, you know, just phenomenal last year. This year, it's kind of up and down. Obviously, they did very well in the Texas State Invitational, and now you know, kind of took a step back in the Bobcat class and only won one game out of the three. But I mean, we I was looking at a you know I was watching that Cal game a little bit, and they they are impressive. Cal is one of those teams that you really just gotta really up your game. Uh, I know they played uh, Knoxville. I know they played Tennessee. Uh, excuse me. I know the Bobcats played Tennessee uh, earlier on in the season, and you know it, it's just tough. You know, big schools like that. Obviously, you're gonna have to bring the more competitive nature, competitive stage to uh, to defend your home court. And you know, unfortunately, they came up short. But a good bounce back win against Abilene Christian. Obviously, you know, winning three sets out of out of the five. So I mean, that's always a good win win for the Bobcats. But now they gotta head to Kansas for another term and that will be the last tournament before they head into uh Sunbelt Conference play so obviously if you're Sean Hewitt and if you're the girls you really want to step up your game and stop heading and um, heading closer into Sunbelt Conference play yeah this is what these tournaments and these playing these big like uh power five uh, schools are meant to do like they're meant to be the bidding blocks for this team to get ready for conference which is what all of this is about it's being able to go into conference and win conference and come home with that ring so uh i'm excited to see the texas state volleyball team uh go into this last kids tournament and uh just do what they need to do and prepare for the upcoming conference season and i mean this season for the volleyball team has been up and down, but one thing I have noticed um, over the course of this uh, season so far is even if we lose, the you know this team is still gonna fight hard. You know they're not they're not just letting uh, teams come in. You know take over. They're fighting hard, and I mean that just showed last night uh, against Abilene Christian. They led in all stats. They had twelve total blocks, fifty six assists. I mean they were they were hitting on all cylinders last night. And wh- how do y'all think they're gonna do heading into uh, Kansas for this last tournament? You know they're gonna p- face the likes of Kansas, Bellarmine, and New Hampshire. So how do y'all think uh, they're going to do this final tournament before they head into conference play? I definitely think they are going to be able to secure those wins. You know, it may be uh, a little bit bold right now, but I am uh, definitely rooting for them, especially uh, against, like, a Kansas team. That's really going to be a great game. I'm definitely going to have to tune in and watch that one. Just for sure, definitely going to be a battle, but I am uh, putting my faith in the Bobcats, and I know they'll be able to take away with that W. Yeah, and you make a great point about Kansas. Kansas is also one of those big schools that is very dominant when a specific, as far as basketball is primarily what Kansas is known for specifically. But I mean, looking at their volleyball team, they're coming five and one on their season as well. So I mean, they're off to a really good start. So I mean, Kansas, like I said, Kansas is one of those teams you cannot sleep on as well uh, in any any 
any athletic program. And, you know, Texas State obviously has a lot to prove. We clearly saw what they did, you know, in their Texas State uh, Invitational. I mean, hey, you know, I wouldn't say stuff. I mean, I don't want to jinx anything, but I mean, a sweep would be nice. But I know <laughs> it's 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 tough, but especially it's tough playing on the roads. But I know uh, Sean, he- you know, Sean Hewitt has those girls ready. Obviously, you know, traveling is going to be, you know, obviously getting their mind right uh, playing in in an away tournament. So, I mean, this is going to be a this is going to be another tough, tough battle in Can- in Kansas. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yes, sir. And um, I mean, I know we bring this up a lot, but. Texas State Volleyball, they, 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 people forget, but they did beat uh, previously ranked 13 Houston. So mm-hmm. this team can win. They can play against anybody. So that is not going to be a problem. But Texas State Volleyball will be traveling to Kansas this Friday on September 15th for a tournament in Lawrence. But we're going to take a quick break. But when we come back, we'll be on the call with Texas State's women's soccer head coach, Steve Holman. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Bobcat Radio on KTSW 89.9. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are back and we are joined by Texas State's women's soccer head coach, Steve Holman. Good morning, coach. How are you doing today? Good morning. I'm doing well. How about yourself? I'm doing very well. Um, I just want to say, first off, thank you so much for joining today, coach. Yes, of course. Glad to be here. Yes, sir. It's our pleasure. Well, all right, coach, you know, of course, we're going to talk about the previous game against Houston, you know, conference play coming up. But first off, I really want to hear your thoughts. You know, I'm sure the listeners want to hear too. But this past Thursday against Texas Southern, you accomplished an incredible career milestone, reaching 300 wins. That is absolutely phenomenal. And coach, I just want to know, what does this milestone mean to you as a coach? Well, I appreciate that. And first of all, <laughs> this isn't something I keep track of kind of stuck up on me but you know I guess if you've been doing this long enough you're going to hit some milestones so I'm just uh you know privileged and and blessed to be coaching for this long that I could be able to achieve that so it was a it was an exciting day and my 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 staff did a really nice job of helping me celebrate that yeah coach this is uh Kobe here I just want to kind of ask you you know you guys finished five and three in non-conference games so far and you guys are about to head into Sunbelt conference play so I just want to ask you what is the attitude that you guys are going to take heading into the into conference play well I think we'll certainly take a positive attitude after after last night's win it was a very good momentum boost we've won our last three you know even at a time where we we had dropped a few games our, our team stayed positive uh they knew what our the task was at hand our objective for our non-conference schedule is always to prepare us for conference and i believe 100 percent that it, it's done that and we're ready for conference play yeah and i i actually kind of wanted to note out you know you guys uh even before your season started you guys were playing big schools like tcu and like texas a&m even though those games really didn't count just talk to me about you know the level of experience you guys are playing against like bigger schools and how it led up to y'all's record here right now sure well playing teams like tcu and a&m teams that are very dynamic and their attack teams that are good in possession and some of the top teams in the country uh those are the reasons we were able to get a victory over Houston last night because they they test us and when we make mistakes they punish us for them and then we have an opportunity to fix those things and become better and we played the likes of North Texas and Oklahoma State who are both very strong teams as well and um as we continue to move forward we just continue to improve and and learn from the mistakes we made and kind of benefit from the things we've done well and so we've uh, made a lot of progress in our non-conference. 
Yeah, Coach. And um, like you stated, you know, this Bobcat soccer team is currently on a three-game win streak, you know, with y'all's latest win last night against Houston. Y'all have been killing it lately. And I just want to know your thoughts, um, you know, on what y'all have been doing well recently as a team and what do you think is going to help keep this win streak alive? Well, I think the team's very adaptable. So we, we've actually played within three different systems over the last three or four games. So we never know what our opponent's going to uh, come up with. And we anticipated a 4-3-3 with Houston and they came out in a 4-4-2 actually flat across the midfield, which is something we hadn't seen before, but the team adjusted very well. Uh, we have players that have adapted and their willingness to play within different positions and in different systems to give us the best chance to have some success. So I think that's been very good. We've learned from our mistakes. We've improved in our defense and our offense and, and on set pieces as well. So uh, like I said, I, I think we have a lot of motivation um, heading into uh, conference play. Hey, Coach Steve, this is Grace here. And um, speaking of conference play, I was wondering one thing that the team will need to master before heading into the conference play and uh, just going against those conference teams. Is this Grace Reddick? <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir, it is. <laughs> uh, it sounded like you. I didn't realize you were on here. But hey, good talk to you. Hey. So one thing we need to master, well, that's a that's a good question, Grace. Um <laughs> It's tough to master any one area of the field. Mm -hmm. And as you know, our, our focus is always going to be on the, the three, well, I would say four key areas, which is our offense, defense, set pieces, and mm -hmm. then our, our transition. So I think we've gotten really good in many of those areas. Sure. And even though we didn't give up a, um, a goal last night against Houston, there are certainly some areas where, where we can improve. So I think if, if we had to master something, it would just be – um, the ability to adapt and the continuation of hard work and continuing to have a great work ethic because I think that's played a big role in our victory last night. Yeah, Coach, and um, I have one more question for you. Is there, like, a ritual that you guys go through to prepare for games? Like, do y'all have, like, a like a hype song or, or anything that y'all do to prepare for games like, uh, like y'all did against Houston? Well, I think the team probably has something aside from, from with the staff, but <laughs> we, uh, we, we kind of have a way we prepare. We do a, a game report and then we do kind of a pregame walkthrough. We go over set pieces and we anticipate what we're going to see, kind of review how we're going to attack them and exploit their weaknesses and how we can minimize their attack. And then, um, and then of course we have a, a mantra we've had this year. Uh, it's called climb the hill. And that's been a big part of, kind of our, our motivation and um, just, just part of who, who we've become. All right. And Grace, um, like, you, uh, like um, Kobe initially mentioned, you know, um, you know, getting ready for the games. Grace, I'm wondering, you know, you're on the team. I'm wondering, what is this locker room energy like, you know, after racking up three wins in a row? Definitely a sort of confidence that I kind of like a little bit of – We've been able to accomplish these wins, and we've worked hard, and we want to keep that momentum going. And especially after coming up from a win against Houston yesterday, that really just added to that momentum and confidence. And I'm just super excited that um, to carry this confidence and momentum into conference and just keep our win streak going. Mm -hmm, of course. And um, 
Coach, you know, I was actually, I took the pleasure, you know, I was at the game uh, Thursday night against Texas Southern. I was taking pictures for KTSW. And, you know, I got to witness y'all celebrating after the game. And it was truly a special moment, you know, for, you know, of course, the team, but uh, the fans, the friends, and the family that were in attendance. And, Coach, you know, I just want to know, um, how was that ice bath after the game? They got you pretty good. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, if, if you're getting an ice bath, it's for a good reason. Good reason, you know. To get water dumped on you, so you're never going to be upset about it. <laughs> so, yeah, it, it, it felt great, especially it was a little warm outside, so never mind those. <laughs> yes, sir. And um, so going into conference play, um, y'all plays, y'all face off. Louisiana Raging Cajuns September seventeenth at one p.m. this Sunday. And what you know, what's the what's the mindset, and how are y'all getting ready for that game? Yeah, so we have today off, and then tomorrow we'll we'll start to work towards that. Uh, we've discussed it throughout um, our season so far that everything we've done is to get ready. So this is a, a huge game. It's a new season. It's a clean slate. Yeah. Everyone's undefeated in conference right now, and. Louisiana is coming here to uh, avenge a loss from last year. We beat them the last minute of the game. And so they're certainly going to discuss that, talk about that, and want to get some revenge. So uh, we'll, we'll have to be at our best. They've been solid in their non-conference. They have a handful of big wins, including a win over South Florida, who's, mm -hmm. who's a top team. So uh, we, we know they're going to be good, and we'll, we'll have to be at our best. Yes, sir. Well, all right, Coach, that's all the time we have today. I just want to thank you so much for joining us today, and we hope to have you back on soon. All right. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you all have a good day. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, y'all heard it here first. Coach Steve Holman, what a great coach. But we're going to move on to our last few topics, first of which being the NFL Week one is almost complete. The Jets and Bills play tonight at 7.15. That's going to mm -hmm. be a good one to so get your popcorn ready. And there was a lot of good games and performances yesterday, and I just want to know what teams or players surprised y'all yesterday. Y'all can go. <laughs> here we go, here we go, here we go. Okay, first of all, shout out to my Cowboys. Even though they're not my team anymore, that was a win. 4 oh, zero yeah. shutout win against the Giants. <sighs> Had people, I was on Twitter, I was, oh, people were speechless. <laughs> it was like crickets. Like I said, I'm not a Cowboys fan anymore, you know, a Raging 49ers fan. But still, just seeing that satisfying win. I know my dad was somewhere at home, you know, happy. But that that was crazy. I feel like, uh, I'll get into that later. But, and then jumping <laughs> to the 49ers. Man, a 30-7 win against the Pittsburgh Steelers. The man, the myth, the legend, Brock Purdy. <laughs> what a comeback. I don't know. Man, man I mean, I don't know about legend. I would say Whoa, 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 whoa. Legend whoa, in the making. Okay. Hey, hey, hey now. <laughs> hey now. My team now. Come on. And then, um, especially us coming from not having the best preseason pre games, pre mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm proud of them guys. I'm super, super proud of them. And then uh, for both of these teams, I feel like the defense were really just on it. Um, I feel like the 49ers uh, having two interceptions, five sacks, eight tackles for loss. I was just in awe. I was, I was going to sleep happy last night, especially just, man, just smiling ear to ear. <laughs> Yeah, I want to talk about the Cleveland Browns against the Cincinnati Bengals. Oh, wow. Let's talk about Ooh. that. That Joe, was literally, oh, Joe Burrow literally signed a five-year contract for 275 money, million money, deals, money. and he comes out of the game straight away like that. Literally, 
what, 82 yards? Like, that was insane compared to Deshaun Watson. Ugh. Come on, let, let's get into it. Come on, Kobe. Uh, I don't Give it to us. Come I on, come on. <laughs> I, I want to hear <laughs> your input. Let's so, go. Okay. Well, okay. We didn't. We did not play great. The Steelers <laughs> did not do anything offensively. <laughs> Defensively, we were I. Right, but I mean, mm. we were on the field way too much. I mean, it was. It was. It was just a straight up downfall. But one game that I do have to highlight for Week One was the Miami Dolphins and the Los Angeles what Chargers. Oh, that was yeah. a game. Ooh, oh my goodness! Too. I mean, mm-hmm. whoever had Tyreek Hill on fantasy, you just. <laughs> 200 yards. <laughs> you literally got like a gift. Seriously. I mean, two touchdowns over 100 yards. I believe, he, what was it, like 10, what was it, eight receptions, You're 10 like, receptions? Hey, it, was, it was crazy. So, but I mean, that game was absolutely phenomenal. And, uh, you know, I, I hate to admit this because I'm not a, I'm not a Cowboys fan at all <laughs> in any it's means okay. necessary. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys had probably the most like mo- probably the most impressive win I've seen I've yeah. seen in a in a while mm-hmm. and I oh, absolutely and I hate saying that because literally <laughs> I have a knot in my stomach <laughs> um, it's okay. but I mean I mean we I have to shout out Dan Quinn for the Cowboys the defensive coordinator that that man so far oh, yeah. since he has been in Dallas he he has literally made Dallas a top five defense in the past like two three years so I got to give credit i gotta give a lot of credit to dan quinn but i mean i mean but we still got one more game left bills and jets is gonna be like Mm -hmm. you said tyson popcorn ready so (laughs) i'm gonna have my popcorn tonight for that (laughs) one but as far as who's winning it i don't know because it's it's close but for the sake of and this was what i found interesting so trayvon diggs or trayvon diggs's brother stefan diggs Mm -hmm. was at the game last night Mm -hmm. supporting on his brother Mm -hmm. so with that being said i'm going with the new york Jets. Oh, wow. Yes. Jets to win. Okay. Aaron yeah. Rodgers' rookie season again, you know, playing rookie with a new season. team. Yeah. Rookie with the Jets. Rookie with the Jets. <laughs> I mean, it's, the past 30 years, it's been Aaron Rodgers and who was the quarterback before him? Uh, uh, Zach, Will- Zach Wilson. Yeah. Zach Wilson. Yeah. So Shane that's going to be. Oh, God. I can list a lot of quarterbacks. I can list a lot of quarterbacks. I can list a lot of quarterbacks that played for the Jets before <laughs> before Aaron Rodgers got there. Oh, boy. Where do I even begin? Mark Sanchez. Oh, God. I don't even want to say his name. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's going to be close, but I have the Jets. I have the Jets winning. Yeah, no. it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a good game. I don't really think anybody knows the outcome to that, or you know, knows what to expect for that outcome. And um, I just want to stay on football for a couple more minutes. Um, there's no way we cannot mention the huge upset. Number eleven Texas yes, beats sir. number three Alabama. I think it was thirty four to twenty four. Oh, twenty four. And I mean, yes, sir. I mean, what a game. I mean. I mean, I know Texas fans are ecstatic right now, and you know what do y'all what do y'all think about this game? Oh boy, this is gonna be good. Lord. okay. So okay, so so we so I we me Paxton, Justin, and Joey we were or and Thomas we were at Paxton's place watching the game, and let me just say this: I don't think I've ever busted out laughing more than I did that <laughs> night after after they won, because Paxton literally went into longhorn mode after that, and I was oh I was cracking up. I mean, it, it was it was one for the books, but. Texas is, um, uh, you know, uh uh, not, never mind. Are they bad? Uh, never, no, don't. Is no, Texas football no, bad? No, 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 no. Uh-oh. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. <laughs> I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. I I said the last time I said that was when they beat Georgia in the Sugar Bowl a couple years ago, and look how that turned out. <laughs> so, 
So, yeah, no, I'm not saying that. But, however, Texas really stepped up big, really big. Because, like I said before, last year's matchup, if Queen Ewers didn't get hurt, they would have won that, easily. Oh, yeah. I agree with you. Yeah, they would have won easily. But I'm gl- glad he's back. He was back this year. Matthew McConaughey was showed up in Tuscaloosa Ooh, yeah, and stuff. So, I mean, hey, that was that was huge. Now, here's the thing. When you upset a big team like this, you can either go up from there or yep. you can go for, down from there. Mm-hmm. And they got Wyoming next. So, should Wyoming, it, it should be. But, yeah. Wyoming's, but Wyoming's 2-0 because they just play, you know, they played Tech in week one. And I, oh, who they played this past week? I forgot who they played last week, this past week. But it's going to be, it's going to be. It's not going to be what people think. It's not going to be easy. I'll just say that much. It's not going to be easy, but very impressive win. Uh, I was looking at the rankings earlier uh, this morning. Uh, Texas is now officially ranked the number four team in the fourth team in the country, and (laughs) Alabama dropped to ten in in AP. So So that's all I'm saying. I've never been a Texas fan, you know. I've a boomer sooner for life. <laughs> wow. And I always got to say, I always got to say I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I, oh my gosh. Brent. Oh, we going we going to have a discussion oh when the God, Red I'm River sorry. Robbery I'm shows so, up. Oh, going to make I'm ready. I'm ready. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> like I said, going to be decked out in maroon, <laughs> face painted, everything. And I, you know, like I said, horns down, but I do have to give I, Okay, I'm about to give you props. I'm about to give you props. I do got to give props to this uh Texas team that was a good game i found myself rooting for texas i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i'm not gonna lie please oh my gosh sooner Chris fans if you ever like team. are you listening to this please don't come after me but man you know like texas alabama you gotta go for texas so people love an underdog yeah exactly oh, yeah. exactly so yeah but were they really an underdog though they, they were they, they were crazy i have a question they I'm a were question. what do y'all think this roster has potential to reach the college football playoffs uh, mm. hmm. I don't know. That's that's a is that that's, a question? I feel like we it's, it's so qu- early. It's too early. Give us a couple games and then I'm like, yeah. Give us until or, or no. I was gonna say <laughs> give us give us till like the com- like when we get like into conference play yep, for, big tw- for the mm-hmm. Big Twelve. Then we'll really find out who's the best. Who's the best? I agree. Yes, and I know it. it is very early on, but it's only like week two of uh, college football. But have there been any teams that have surprised y'all, or do y'all think that? Are gonna make a good run this year. You know, already know I'm gonna go with this. Col- <laughs> the Colorado Buffalo. Oh, yeah. Time. Oh, my gosh. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. That man has. Yeah, let me yeah. let me just say this. I mean, now granted, they are they are uh, excuse me, they were ranked number one in uh transfers and stuff yes. throughout mm-hmm. all of college football. And the fact that you knock off TCU and then you just obliterate who they played this Nebraska. Nebraska, and then uh they got another game at home where college game day is gonna be. I mean <sighs> This team's red hot right now. I mean, now if they keep keep this together, they will. I think they will run run everybody out the gate. I'm I'm being dead serious. Yeah, I'm super excited just for them to be able, like, especially in TCU game, they are shutting up everyone. Yep. They mm-hmm. are going to get the everybody the haters. They're just they're silencing them by their success, and I just keep on hoping that they keep on doing that and they keep on just shutting people down. And proving people wrong. So, you know, that's definitely a team I'll be rooting for throughout the season. For sure. Yeah, and I, I think the whole country is rooting behind this mm-hmm. Colorado Buffaloes team. I mean, week one, I think they had the most views um, for a week one game. Uh, some <laughs> crazy number. 
But I'm I'm really excited to see how Colorado does the rest of the season. You know, they're going to um, have some tough competition down the road. You know, they're going to face Oregon, USC, you know, the reigning Heisman winner, Caleb Williams. I'm sure that's going to be that's a gonna great be, match. That's going to be money-worthy. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> but all right. But uh, before we wrap it up, let's go to Kobe for a weather update. So... I can actually finally say that we are not going to be reaching triple digits anymore for the rest for the rest. So, but currently it is currently 86 degrees right now. It's going to be a high of 96. It was a low of 71 this morning. And then Tuesday's forecast for tomorrow is going to be a high of 93 and a low of 72. So we are just, you know, slowly getting back to a little bit of cooler weather. I can't wait for that one big cold front for, to hit so that I can oh, yeah. basically bust out the shorts. Cause I'm, <laughs> no, I'm not, I'm not going to lie. I wear shorts in, when it's wintertime. It, that it is just, crazy. It, feel, it just feels good. Kobe actually, it, just feels, it feels comfortable. Okay. I just Kobe feel comfortable. I mean, well, okay, let me put it this way. <laughs> I hated the cold when I was a kid, like really kid, like, because I was always getting he- like earaches and stuff, bro. Like that was <laughs> horrible. Now, but now that I'm older, I'm like, okay, this is actually pretty nice. Not going to lie. Instead of the blazing heat you get you know the nice cool weather so but yeah no no triple digits for uh for the week and we'll kind of you know do that later on when we do more bobcat radio shows this week so yeah all right well y'all enjoy this nice weather and that's all the time we have for today's episode don't worry we'll have you covered again on wednesday with another edition of bobcat radio now if you enjoyed this episode of bobcat radio and want to continue to hear more then make sure to keep up Keep up with us at KTSW Sports on all social media. For Kobe Jackson, Grace Reddick, and Audrey Pasillas, I'm Tyson Taylor, and thank you for listening to this episode of Bobcat Radio. Now let's get you to the other side of radio.